0: Go. All right, dude. There it is. We're I mean, on. Da, 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 we are on. Ah! Boom. there we are. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So, hey, today we're talking tank placement. I got Terrence here. For those of you that don't know, Terrence. I talk to Terrence all the time. Uh, my wife uh, actually really likes him, but hates it. Because uh, I can talk to <laughs> him for two hours straight. And there's a reason for it. Terrence will give it to you real all the time. Doesn't care about my feelings, ever. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe a little bit Like really minority. I mean, not that bad. That's that's No, but like if I want to go <laughs> ask somebody, man, who I know who knows what they're talking about or at least has a legit opinion, Terrence is one of the few people that's like on speed dial, eats up most of my minutes and uh, uh, like I know that I'm gonna get a legit answer. I don't always agree with it, but I know that it's gonna be an informed, uh, thoughtful opinion and it's gonna help me progress the conversation. So a lot of the stuff that you guys see, mm. uh, in some ways, probably shaped uh, by some of the ter- uh, input that Terrence uh, has shaped. So here today, you're gonna see a little bit inside into that like raw, uncut mind uh, with us. <laughs> I'm super excited about it. And for one thing, for sure, that yeah. we uh, know for sure that you guys are gonna come away with is you're going to know where to put a tank in your house better than you did uh, at the start of this video. Boom. I can guarantee that for go. sure, especially those of you that want to put a big tank in, but even really down all the way down to a 90 gallon tank, yeah. you're gonna learn something about where this goes. Some of you done it wrong, you're gonna say, oh, I wish I had listened, uh, or I knew that <laughs> back when, because I wish I, I'm that person right now. I look back at all of them and like, oh man, if I'd only listened or if I'd only knew. So
1: I've only um, had one tank below 90 gallons.
0: Only one. Only one. Well, that was my first one. But, but I went down to 70 after you that. You probably weren't even born when I had that tank. That's probably true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like to
0: think about it that way anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, so I want to tell you a little bit about uh, uh, Terrence here right off the bat, man. Uh, like uh, most people know, that uh, you work for tr- Neptune. So what do you guys do there?
1: We make systems that uh, pretty much solve the problem with stability in your aquariums. I mean, that's really what we are right now. We started out as just making controllers Mm -hmm. um, and building aquarium controllers. Uh, The founder of our company, Kurt, uh, started making them in pretty much his garage clear back in 1996. And now we have a full line of products uh, and our most recent product at Trident that helps Get you to the point where you can have a stable aquarium, yep. which is key to success in a reef aquarium. Is that stability?
0: All right, that's the end of the Neptune sales pitch that I'm going to give him. What do you actually do there yourself, <laughs> though? Bro?
1: So you mean at the company or yeah. outside yeah, like, the company?
0: In, like day to day, man, what is Terence doing over at Neptune? Man, they like reading sitting. lots of comments. Uh, oh, so I go. do
1: read lots of comments. <laughs> I do interact with lots of people out there, lots of you guys out there, oh, yeah. uh, day in and day out, trying to keep my um, you know my ear to the to the street of what's going on. Uh, helping come up with new products, helping uh, promote the products, do the live streams that we do. Of course, we do a live stream. Let's talk reef. Let's talk reef yeah. every other week. Little plug there for that, um, and uh, and also steer the sales team. We have a we have a couple of guys who do uh, all the brick and mortar sales that are out in the field. We have Tom out in the East Coast, and we have Vincent on the West Coast. So I manage those guys, and overall, just try to to help sell and market uh, Neptune Systems products.
0: All right. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm just going to say. I feel like I'm pretty in tune with the industry. Like I'm in the different uh, areas, learn about stuff, talking to people all the time. But I will tell you that he's double X. Uh, <laughs> and so I learned stuff like little nooks and crannies, man, where you're always in these conversations. And there's one thing that in this industry you're gonna find. There are people that have aquariums and there's people that don't. Uh, this and is true. Uh, the people that don't, like just don't get it. Uh, and the people that do, experience the problems that everybody else has and wants to solve them and
1: so... And wants to help other people because they're passionate about having a great aquarium and they want to see other people be successful and do the same thing and you can't do that unless you're doing it yourself yeah it's that simple for me
0: I mean if you think about it it's like uh, it doesn't matter what hobby or whatever you're into man you could be like Bodybuilding. It could be uh, like uh, RC cars yeah, or fishing, That's what I man. Yeah, I do right? yeah, bodybuilding all the time. Uh, <laughs> no, but if who wants to listen to uh, somebody who doesn't actually fish or you know lift weights or anything, tell you how to do that? Right. Nobody. Oh yeah. Uh, and the chances that they're going to build you a product or gear or anything, uh, just, you know, develop the right diet or lure or whatever. Right. If they don't actually do it, zero. Right. Yeah. I mean, they might be in the hemisphere but it will never be the best available. And sometimes
1: thing. you get people who start out with uh, you know in in the hobby, whatever one of those hobbies it is mm-hmm. and and they start working for one of those companies and in 2 years or 3 years they're out of it but they still need a job. So they're still hanging out giving advice and giving information. It's usually old, it's usually stale and it's mm-hmm. usually not the things that you want to listen to. You want to talk to people yeah. like you guys or us who are actually doing it at the moment.
2: Well, this is where like Terence's expertise comes in handy in today's topic because he's got a 425-gallon tank in your home, so yes. tank placement is right up your alley when you were building this thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was it was uh, it is the dream tank. And uh, we moved into our house when I when I took the job with Neptune Systems. I was a year in Salt Lake, um, and then decided I had to move to California. And when we decided to pick out a house, uh, we started looking around, and we finally decided on one. We walked in, and my wife said, "That spot right there. When I walk in, that's where the aquarium goes." And I'm like, I'm married. That was right it. <laughs> <persona>. oh <my laughs> God. Sometimes
2: it's not that easy yeah. where it's just like, hey, right there. Because you and went like through four or five different ideas of where yours was going. But
0: uh, in my old house. Yeah, well it was, yeah, I did You're right. But uh, like in this new one, man, it was the same thing. Like if somebody is looking for where the bathroom's going to be or the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. Like if, if you talk and probably the guy that doesn't have a tank man in, in this industry. Is walking through the house. He's thinking about where the bathroom's going. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. people that are thinking about the tank goes, yeah. man. Like that's the well, DNA. But it was my you know?
1: wife. That was what was so awesome. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I think you guys have a picture of where we taped it out. It's right in the entryway. But when I went in, we had a I had a 210 yeah. gallon tank. Yeah. At, in Utah. And so when we came out, she's thinking that's the same tank size. I said, there's this gigantic wall. I said, hey, we can't have a tank that's 210 gallons. It'll look like a nano tank against that wall. We're gonna have to have something at least like 420, 450 gallons, and she's like, oh, that's okay. Is, is, is that's big enough? Boom.
0: I married oh, the right I person. Got the yes. right one. Yes. I got the right one. Yes. You, you were made for me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sweet. So that's awesome, man. So, uh, like, let's just uh, start off. Like, I think we have a picture of your very first tank. Yes. So let's, oh, let's go yes. there. All right. Yes. I mean, your lab coat,
1: man. <laughs> Tell me the story yes. real quick. This is Miami Vice Times. This is 1985. Uh, the mm. tank itself was a 60-gallon tank that my buddy uh, my buddy Brendan had acquired through somebody that owed him money, and he had no place to put it because his mom wouldn't have it. <laughs> and my mom was ultra cool, so she said, yeah, bring it over to the house. We set it up, and we filled it with, uh, uh, like, a six-bar grouper, a panther yeah, grouper, an yeah. eel, all those things, feed him goldfish, everything you did way back when, and brought stuff from the tide pools. It was just super fun. Huh.
0: Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. All right, so do we have a picture by chance of your next tank, or do we just jump all the way to the I end? don't know
1: if he has the – I had a 110 nope. tall after oh, okay. that. That was when I got back into the hobby in, 20, in 2008. So how old were you there? Uh that was 17. You were 17 years yes. old, oh, All right. I won't ask 85? how old you are now. Well, you I can do the a
2: math. <laughs> <laughs> So, some uh, so going on in there and everything.
1: Too? No, that's a goldfish holding facility. Oh, oh yes, yeah. okay. <laughs> a food facility. Oh,
2: funny. I like the tiki feel of this thing. Oh, uh, I want that tank back, by the way. <laughs> that's it's
1: one of those things where you've had that car when you were younger and you're like I, I want uh, to have that car is it back. it a hexagon?
2: Yeah, it's a hexagon oh, and okay.
1: had Home Depot lights in the top. That's cool. It was awesome. Under, <laughs> under gravel filter. That great. is as totally awesome, man. So,
0: all right, so here's the thing, is eventually this thing builds up and we've all dealt with uh, different weight issues uh, and whatnot, but like, you're planning for your new house, man, and uh, like, what uh, are the immediate things, we're going to get to some of the things that like everybody runs into in a second, but like what are some of the immediate things that just ha- have were issues for you?
1: So, first of all, the, the, the position was already decided for me, I mean it was decided instantly so mm-hmm. that, was, uh, that was done. Then I had to see how I was going to make it happen in yeah. the house. Right. And the house I live on is on a little bit of a hill, so we have crawl spaces, not basements in California, but mm-hmm. my crawl space is literally as tall as the ceiling, it's 10, 10 feet in places. And so that gave me a lot of opportunities. But first, I had to make sure that it could hold that much weight because we're talking four hundred twenty-five gallons plus a thousand-gallon tank and a two hundred or thousand-pound tank, and then yeah, and a a two hundred-pound stand with all the water. You get five thousand pounds or so that are going to go on the floor. It's like you know parking a you know full size truck in the in the entryway of your house, <laughs> except
0: for in a smaller, more compact form factor. Yeah, exactly. it's like just lead bricks piled up. So yeah. I hoped
1: right away that that was on a you know a load bearing wall that you know behind it, and that the joists were going the right way, and they were. So that was really good. Mm. But they extended; they were long joists that extended to the front. And in doing all the math and talking to engineering people, and everything I said, "Oh, it should be fine." But I was like, mm, it "Should be." I don't know if "should be" is going to be good enough for me. Yeah. So yeah. I said. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and support this. I'll do it myself. And I bought a beam, a big old beam. And uh, oh, yeah, put the beam at up it. at the top. And then I bought these two, you see them on the screen there, uh-huh. these two red supports. I've you can get those off those of Amazon, yeah, believe I've it or not. Those. OK. Um, and they're not that expensive. And then Adjustable?
3: Bought, mm-hmm, OK. And,
1: and luckily, I've got the ground that we are on is like compacted clay. Okay. So it, you don't have to even do com- much compaction. Put them on there, and then you can adjust them up and crank them up. And then, you know, after, it's, it still settles a little bit in your house, you know, and uh, and as it settled, it loosened up a little and just tightened it up a little yeah. and it was good. Oh,
2: that's cool.
1: So in my
0: house, man, like three houses ago, right, I really wanted this peninsula as you go in. Mm-hmm. And I had uh, uh, convinced my significant other to remove the closet. Like, so there was going to be no closet coming into the house, no you coat know, closet. like uh-huh. no coat closet, which... Mm-hmm. We're giving up something for this, right? I was surprised, man. So uh, she was okay with it, and I had it all planned out. It was gonna be like a 10-foot Peninsula. So you open up the door, and the first thing you see is this uh, tank coming in, and it's kind of divided the whole kitchen and living area. Mm -hmm. It was just one big great room, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'd had it all planned out, and then one of the things is like, you know, we tend to like go to the forums and stuff and ask people stuff, and like, they have no idea. Uh, Nobody knows like if your floor can support what way. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> in reality, like I can give some advice, but I've never been to your house and know like how oh, right. your floor is. Oh. That is, we're asking the wrong people in that case. Yeah, for sure. So I went to like I think it was like Angie's List at the time, and I just looked for a framer or whatever and called one up for a yeah. hundred bucks. He came over to my house. And uh, the first thing he did is laugh at me. Right? <laughs> so, uh, and so. so his floors are too old and shit. No, you know what he did, man? What? He pulled it out of his pocket and he dropped the marble on the ground, man, and it rolled oh. straight <laughs> to the island that's in the middle of the room.
3: Oh. Right?
0: And so I had Joyce to go across the entire room, and I had like a kitchen island in the middle, oh, and it has big it. S- stone weights on it. <laughs> and it was fine for that, but and it had just a little bit of sag. But he's like, dude, if you put. A uh, big old tank coming out from the wall going into the room. Yeah, it's done, man. Like you're, you may <laughs> wow. not like crash through, but you're gonna have this giant sag in the oh, room. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah, I don't want to sit underneath it. I'll That's what I that. didn't want to have. That's <laughs> why I put that there
1: just in case, just to yeah. be sure. And then oh, he wow. showed
0: me down below. He's like, Yeah, okay, so we can solve this, right? And we're gonna have to tear out your entire ceiling and put in steel beams and stuff And, and like, Hmm, <sighs> like. <sighs> Maybe, but like More that's like the, the project support. that just gets put off forever, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, like that one just kind of got crushed. But like, yeah, if I could just go underneath there and jack it up, like that's the kind of thing where I don't even really need a structural engineer necessarily right. or a frame. You can overdo over. it. Yeah, I can just go look underneath there. and, Like, oh, we'll put some supports
2: put like in here. Put like six man. of these There's in here. I'm work. good right. forever. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the
1: thing. I didn't. I, I didn't do any math on it or anything. It's just like, well, if I put this in. I know it's gonna be way better than it is, mm-hmm. and I've already been told it was good enough, so I'm, I'm much better off. Peace of mind.
0: Yeah, same thing if you just get like some 4 by 4s or whatnot too. If you can just like go in in your, in your basement and like, Tap them in underneath there, you're probably pretty good. Well, you know, also, you, you don't floor know. Floor to ceiling. Yeah. You don't
1: know how many people are also going. My entryway, you know, my son who's older, you know, has, has friends over. He'll have 10, 15 they all friends want to sit over. Right they there. come in, he never invites them into the rest of the house, right? They just kind of congregate right in the front of the house. They uh, yeah. congregate by the aquarium. I mean, you get 10, 15 kids right there. That's a lot of weight, too. Mm-hmm.
0: So, <laughs> moral the moral of the story in on this one is. Uh, you know, go to I think uh, I think Angie List is kind of dying. So like, uh, what is the
1: new one? Home Advisor or something I, like that? I, I don't know. There's the one where the lady sings in it. That I, 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 turn, I, turn, Any I turn one off. of those <laughs> things. Like,
0: look them up. Look for a framer or a contractor or something, Lee. Pay them the hundred bucks. They'll come out of your house and they'll tell you in three seconds where the best places to put a tank are. Oh yeah. Like you just like don't go ask your buddy because mm-hmm. your buddy doesn't know. Uh, Especially if you're doing the big tanks. Yeah. Uh,
1: you're doing these, these bigger tanks, these 200 gallon up tanks. You really have to be conscientious of what the structure is that you have.
2: Yeah. yeah for, in most cases, like the 93 gallon or the 90 gallon that I had, mm-hmm. the 125 gallon I had, I found a retaining wall. I went to the basement. I was like, yep, this is a load bearing wall. If I slap my six foot 125 up against the side of it, I'm, I'm most likely good. Right. And uh, then the cube tank that I have, same thing. If I find a load bearing wall or Maybe I don't have to, but I find like some place, like maybe a ground level floor or what have you, but uh, I can slap it there and I'm good. I don't have to worry about 400 some gallons worth of weight and equipment and everything else.
1: And getting those joists perpendicular to the tank that, that's is super important one. because that, that'll hold up a ton. And then, yeah if, you can find a, yeah,
2: if you can find a place where that meets the joist right. and meets my 100, 100 gallon tank, I'm probably good. I don't got to worry about more. And so in that, the
1: basement, you don't have as much to worry about, but you still have utilities that run through the concrete and whatnot, so you have to be cognizant of that as well.
0: So the joists you're talking about is what supports the floor, right? So for those who don't know, like, you go down and look down there, and you can see them kind of running across the house. You want the tank to span as many of those as possible, mm. not go down long ways one across the right? Yeah. Uh, if, if at all possible. And if, so. you're,
1: and if you're in a house with a basement, you might have a ceiling, and it's hard to tell, and there's ways that you can go... Into closets or utility areas and whatnot, and look to see which way those joists go if they're covered with uh, with uh, drywall. Mm. So
0: usually, what I do actually is, uh, if I if I can't find a room that has that hasn't been finished is they'll pop out one of the lights. Mm -hmm. And so you can unscrew your little uh, recessed lights and then kind of look around and you'll be able to see.
1: Because usually they'll have a spanner that's between the two joists to hold the light up, especially if it's can lighting. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, and you can also see things, uh, the what structural walls, if you just Google it, you can actually spot pretty quickly what a structural wall looks like. If it's two by sixes instead of two by fours, usually it's supporting Mm -hmm. more weight. Uh, If they're doubled up or that there's doubled up on the top, those are good signs that that's true. But if you can get right next to the wall, like often, you know, the foundation of your house will be cinder block. And if the joists are coming right out of the mm-hmm. cinder block, that's the strongest point of the whole thing. The middle is the weakest point. Mm-hmm. The closer you can get to that wall, the better. So, weight is the yeah. big thing. So, let's move on to the next yeah. thing, man. Uh, See, so you, you solved the weight thing, you already knew where it was going in mm-hmm. the house. Like, uh, I mean, you. Uh, just, So you just wanted this thing right in the entryway.
1: Right. Right when you come in the house. So we have a really. There he goes. Talking talking about the way. (laughs) (laughs) All the way. So when you come into our house, it's an open floor plan. And you come in and to the left is living room, dining room. And to the right is the rest of the house. And it's just really the focal point of the house when you come in.
0: Let's see the tank. Let's go all the way to the video, man. Uh, We'll come back to it probably
1: later. Oh, wait, you know what? Uh, this a is bit. a close up. Uh, so
0: uh, pull off the video. We're going to show this later. Show the tank itself with <laughs> some stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where is it? All right. So that's oh, the beginning cool. of it. Like, Can we see it in the room a little bit better?
1: There you go. There we go. So
0: that's the entryway of your house. I walk in. The first thing I see is your family's passion
1: exactly done A- yeah. and everybody in the neighborhood sees it too because we have all, all these big windows on you know that rise up in the house so you can be anywhere in the hillsides of the the <laughs> and mm-hmm. see aquarium going on in our house
0: <laughs> so you know, yeah look at all these awesome shots so i will tell you that i used to have frag systems in my basement everybody thought that i was growing medicine down there <laughs> absolutely uh, yeah like yeah, the whole neighborhood thought i was growing something down there because uh, <laughs> the bottom just glue all the time yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah it's funny, like people are always see walking by, like what's in there? Is oh that yeah, term? and like you can see all the people' heads turning. When I was
2: when I was delivering mail before, uh, before I came to this job, I could. There was three houses that I spotted instantaneously were reefing houses because of the blue glow, blue glow coming yeah. out of their house. I was like, oh, I know what's happening in there.
3: Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But
1: it's it's super important to have a tank, I think, in a in an area that everybody's going to be. I got lucky because my wife just said this is where it needs to be, so there wasn't a whole lot of choices that I had to make. But because I wanted to increase even the chances that we're going to, uh, to engage with it, I even built into the stand a little cocktail table into, the, mm-hmm. yeah, into it like with a couple of uh, bar stools, So I can go and have a bowl of cereal there in the morning and look at the tank. Or we can sit and have a couple of glasses of wine in front of the tank. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason to be at the tank. Yeah. You're not standing yeah. and, you know, there. So there. You know, thinking about how you integrate the aquarium into the rest of your family is important so that you can have the aquarium long term.
0: So I did the nerdier thing, uh, which is, uh, I put my computer next to it. Uh, and nerdier means cause I'm sitting there writing scripts, right? So my, uh, my office used to be in a spare bedroom upstairs, mm-hmm. right? And now I moved it downstairs, or I will anyway, once the tank's there and so i will have to use that space and like i re- literally where's a better place to write scripts than sitting there staring at your tank demon?
1: yeah i do that i do that on that little table on mine yeah. all the time too yeah, i sit yeah, there, there you go. right there in front of it and with my computer and just hang out yeah. I,
0: I created a necessity to be next to it mm-hmm. not like a well, maybe i'll use it more if i right. suddenly take up knitting over there or something because you know, <laughs> know, you know, like well, basements
1: are very dangerous for reef tanks okay mm-hmm. because they are you know, the out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. You're, you're down there. Like When I lived in Utah, I had the basement. I didn't put my tank in the basement. It was, again, right in the middle of all the activity. And that's because in the winter, we didn't go down in the basement very often, because it was hard to heat. It was always colder. And so that would have been half the year, or four months out of the year, that we were just were never down there. And then yeah. even in the summer, it was like, OK, if we're going to watch a movie, or we're going to do that, then we're down there. Mm-hmm. But that, that, I think that's death for people, to having an aquarium, is to put it down in a space that they're just not in all the time.
0: So that's the, the like double-edged sword here. Is that is where people put big tanks, mm-hmm. and, and because it's just the easiest place to, to put in. it. Because it's cement on the ground, yeah. right? Uh, and so, and often you have a finished uh, room down below, so it's not super easy to put in supports like you have mm-hmm. uh, or whatnot. And so, I mean, you see them all the time in basements, especially big tanks, just because it is. Like you don't want to spend 80 grand rebuilding your house just mm. to get your aquarium in there. That's uh, right. uh it's really expensive. So you just do with what, what you can, you know, when you can. Right. But it, I have to say, I agree. I hate putting tanks in the basement. When we talked about this, is was like yeah. I, we were talking in my office earlier about where are you going to put the tank and how do you capture that method of, I want to put it in the rooms you're going to be in. And you said,
2: out of sight out of mind that was it that's what you said (laughs) is that what i said it is (laughs) yeah no i mean uh, it holds true with a lot of things i had the tanks in my basement uh so i had my main 125 on the main floor i had a tank in my little bio cube in my bedroom uh but then i had a series of tanks down below now granted some of them were my frag tanks but i had set up display tanks that I wheeled and dealed and got off of Craigslist, and I was like, oh, here's a whole tank setup. Why not have a whole new one down there? And those were the most neglected tanks uh, out of my whole collection, because I never went down there. It was not even a livable. And nobody it was unfinished. else did either, right? Yeah, it was an unfinished so basement. Care, so why would I be down there?
1: Because you also your friends are looking at the beautiful yeah. display tank, and uh, that's yeah. just kind of like the workroom.
2: Yeah, well, you go down there to do laundry, and then you're like, oh, yeah, shit, there's a tank here. So, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. so, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it in the basement or anything like that. But.
0: Just in case you missed it, last week uh, Randy almost slipped the f bomb. And oh, then no, right here, no. I, heard, I, heard, I, heard I heard it the too. The first, everybody thought the first swear word was gonna come out of my mouth. But officially, you, <laughs> you know, really it's done you done it before.
1: I, I, I heard it too. <laughs> On this
2: series, I was actually
1: worried about that for myself. And all right, so uh, congratulations.
2: It's I don't pra- know. It's the military. You know. <laughs> I have a sailor's mouth, <laughs> <knife, laughs> even though it I know, wasn't I a thought sailor.
0: Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, man. So out of sight, out of mind is absolutely true, uh, and uh, like. I want it to be, and not only just that—that's gonna go, uh, you know, to, to hell if I like don't take care of it yeah, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's on my face, but I like this is the coolest thing in the whole house. Right. Why am I hiding, hiding it? it you know? Yeah, like, exactly. So many times I'd actually have a smaller tank where I can put it, you know, in the main mm-hmm. living space, than a big giant tank I can't. That's true. Right. That's a good point. So I violated that all myself. But what right. I <laughs>
1: did, but what I did want out of sight and out of mind was all the equipment. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that was yeah. that was yeah, the, the big that. part for me. Noise. is Yeah, is I didn't want, I, on my 210 that I had taken down in Utah, it had the sump underneath and I lived with that and there were so many negatives for me doing that, mm-hmm. um, you know, spilling water and I had hardwood floors there too Access, and the noise and noise. all of these different things. Yep. I'm like, if I do this, I need to put it under the house and the, the challenge was the only place for me to put it was 80 feet away under my house, I've got kind of a ranch style house around and it was 80 feet <laughs> around the corner in the house that I had. Ooh put in and actually dig in and create a fish room. Oh, uh, so we have
0: some uh, shots of uh, what that fish room looks like outside, right? Uh, Building process, maybe. Yeah, he's got some there. There, Uh, so
1: that's walking in. So that walks in from my deck uh, down below the house. There's actually a utility door that went in. And all it was was a dirt hill under the house. This is the crawl space. And so I had, to, I had to cut in a retaining wall. And oh my god, that was a nightmare to, to, to do. <laughs> nightmare. The dirt is so hard. Even with a jackhammer, you couldn't get through some of the clay. But we got it done and, uh, and then put in a floor. So I put oh, okay. in um, basically just some pavers uh, with some locking uh, sand in between them. And then put in after that, uh, and that's the pipes going down there. Uh, that's an interesting thing, cutting into the wall with yeah. the wife. That is, oh, yeah. uh, that is a super interesting, because if you look behind there in that picture, yeah. you can see that there's also something flat that's being cut into. Well, I couldn't go down through the base plate of the wall, Right. so I had to go through into the kitchen and take away part of my wife's sliding drawer in one of her uh, oh. cabinets. Mm. So you can have your plumbing. <laughs> so, I have my plumbing so I can have the plumbing go down through the floor. And mm. as I'm cutting that out, that's when it went from, oh, honey, this is great, love the aquarium, to, uh, are you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: true, man. Like,
1: <laughs> the uh, saw's all right? I'm like, eh. like, I'm like,
0: hey, man, I got to move uh, this uh, HVAC and stuff. She's like, hire somebody. <laughs> uh, no, 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 man! This is easy. Yeah, you Yeah, know, uh, but like I'm, like, I'm like, hey, I think I gotta jack up with the f- jackhammer up the floor so I can. Oh, there put was some another picture up in. there.
1: Pull that picture, that last picture. So that's now the sump going in. I got lucky and found a guy who oh, had yep. uh, Howard Taft's bathtub. Oh yeah, look at and, that. And uh, and found that for like a hundred bucks oh, uh, wow. nice. locally, and put it up on cinder blocks and some uh, some plywood, some marine plywood, Sweet. and that's my sump. It just gives me all the room in the world, it's at the right level. Hmm. Um, Perfect. It's awesome. Yeah, oh. and a sink. Put a little sink in. Did all that.
0: Oh, cool man so uh, that was another thing man spouses right so you're, you're talking about putting this stuff in your house you got super lucky man uh, like, just like
1: Dave last week said the same thing too oh
0: yeah I think that's in general like, <laughs> e- even my wife man she's like You know, halfway in. She always supports me, but she's also trying to be sane at the same time, right? If you don't have that, uh, buy more jewelry. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, definitely. The best thing I ever learned is trade. You know, like, uh, hey, this is the thing I really, really want. What do you want? Yeah. You know, like, uh, (laughs) I'll figure out a way. You know, uh, and then, like, that's just kind of a natural thing. If you were, like, just only asking for yourself to get prepared to be disappointed. Oh, yeah. Uh, But in this case, like, what I did is actually, like, hey, you know what? we well, like, we can do whatever you want to do in the upper two stairs of the house, but like down here, I really need this to be my space and do these things. And you won't like all of them, but I won't do anything you hate, I promise. Uh, but uh, like, uh, I got her a cool chandelier she really liked, and like all of a sudden, man, like, oh, go. I feel this is kind of coming out both for both of us. Yeah, and so, but you know, the reality is, is you're taking up space in somebody else's house, you know, so like, uh, uh, you know, your spouse and you are working together, but, like, you can't right. take over their house either uh, or, prefer, like, expect. And you
1: need to follow through on it, too, because if you're, if you're building this whole thing up, as it's going to be awesome, because you know that's what we do, right? Oh, it's going to be <laughs> awesome. We're going to have the ocean in our living room. We're going to have all of this. That's where you got to follow through because, like yeah, and, because, yeah, because it, or it's going to be, yeah, gone.
0: I will tell you the number one reason the tanks go down is because they look like crap in your living room, right? They're full of algae, and your spouse says, yep. Get that ugly thing out of my house, yeah. right? Uh, because you didn't take care of it. You didn't follow through. And if it's smelling, right?
1: you already passed that
0: right? point. <laughs> yeah, and like in my mind, I'm telling her, like, I'm a jackhammer with the floor up, and I'm like, You'll never even know what happened, man, because uh, right. I'll have the guys in. And out of here in a single day, the carpet will be back down or whatever. And if it isn't that way, well, may I let her down. Right? right, so I mm-hmm. should expect the appropriate amount of crap that comes with that, right? <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, so like, deliver on your promises, and it probably won't matter if the floor ends up being a crater that's left open for the next two weeks. Yeah, you deserve whatever's coming. <laughs> uh, like, uh, if you just jackhammered up yourself with your buddies and, and end up having a six-pack of beer instead of fishing, I,
1: finishing I, it. I have a little bit of that on mine right now because I still don't have a stand around mine. Yeah, because I, I started out and said, okay, don't. What, what's most important is what's in the glass honey don't don't worry Look how beautiful it is how and that's pretty much lasted now for three years that's funny i thought that you i thought those must have been older pictures so let's see it again no yeah so that actually is still still, open uh, it's still open and everything and it looks like crap underneath Uh and okay so let's look at what it looks like inside and yes it looks like that outside
0: still not finished plumbing and wires and stuff yeah but this is what it looks like now
2: Yes.
1: All right. Okay. With right, the lights so,
2: off, you can't see the. Open yeah, that's what bottom. I try to tell her all the time. <laughs> yeah, let's
0: just
1: uh, let's just watch this actually, on video. Actually, I told Dave to, to actually crop that for me, and he didn't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Because I'm sure I'm going to hear it from Nancy on this one. But I got to get Chris out here, out there to do a stand for me and whatnot. I've just been. Uh, you're
0: gonna have Benner do it. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. that guy, man. So Benner will actually match like the yeah, woodwork in house. Yeah, he's already looked at my house. yeah my
1: furniture in the in the dining room. I sent him pictures of that and get it to like match. He's sticks. me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is. A Originally, it had started out with I wanted LPS on the right hand side and SPS on the left, and then Mm -hmm. I got those Heniocus butterflies that were supposedly reef safe, and they kind of changed my mind because they ate all the skelemia, they ate the the acans, they ate all sorts of stuff, and now um, it's pretty much going to be SPS on the right. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a marginalis butterfly. Look at those. That kind of has a
0: way of creating inevitability. And like some people would take the fish out eventually, I didn't. Yeah, well, you get attached to them. They're like I your do, pets. Man, I right? do. So, like, I, what am I going to do? Like, I moved woosh.
1: the corals down, down to the to the frag tank and the ba- or the, the sump down in, the, in under the house, and then they subsequently didn't do well. Um, and now I've I, this is actually probably about three months old. So a lot of those colonies you see there are doing even better, um, and the new sticks on the right there are growing up like yeah. like crazy. So it's uh, it's 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 a it's a pride and joy for sure.
0: Yeah, man, uh, that's awesome. Uh, so. There is uh, no question you have found a successful approach,
1: you know, uh, and uh, that's three. That's three years too from pretty much. I mean, from putting putting livestock into that.
0: Yep, that's three years. Is that's a. That's right a successful about, approach to three yeah, years, for sure. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, he has a, uh, I think it's the most watched or viewed uh, build thread, thread. Uh, built thread uh, on reef
2: on reef 96 pages when I pulled it today. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I, I, I must it's
1: say, it needs below. to be updated because it's probably now hasn't been updated in a, at least a year. Oh, um, oh a year? Uh, yeah. Oh, and, and it still gets tons of traffic. And I've got a whole uh, folder full of pictures because I still you know document things as I go along things yeah. that I'm doing because yeah. I know I'm going to put it in there for people <laughs> So uh, hopefully maybe this will be the impetus for me to, to go out and to, to update it again. Update your build thread. Yeah, I need to. Those
0: <laughs> build threads are really cool on Reef to Reef because you can see, you know, the proof's in the pudding. Like, yeah. so, you can you know, listen to all kinds of people's opinions or whatnot on different things. You know, go ask a question and get 40 different opinions and you know, know which one to listen to. Mm. Uh, or you can go out there and find people that have uh, produced the dream that you're looking for and emulate that. Yeah. Right. Right. And so uh, I, I will tell you, like, hey, that's done. I don't want to read 96 pages of uh, right. you know your thread, but actually, you know what? Like asking all my own individual questions, I read 96 pages of random stuff anyway. You yeah, know, I, getting I, there.
1: The thing that keeps me wanting to do it, and I, I I feel bad for not updating it recently, is because I got tons of good feedback from people who said, "Oh man, I opened this thing up, uh, you know, on a Sunday afternoon. It was a three beer thread, and yeah. uh, it was good. It was worth every bit mm-hmm. of it because." you know not everything i could use but there were these three little tidbits that were super important that i can take away from that and that's that's fulfilling from doing it right when you ever you produce content and you know that somebody got something worthwhile out of it it makes you want to do more
0: mm. i will tell you i had that experience with uh, the clownfish harem there was like 30 fish 30 days or 3 years i forget exactly yep. the name of the thread was but like, uh, I opened it up, I was looking for information on how to do this properly, you know, and I was like, I was trying to like collect all of it, but this was one of the sources that was the best. Uh, and the guy has like 60 pages to how to create this harem in like four years or five years of what happened at different points mm-hmm. and whatever. And like, man, I took the time to read that whole thing end to end, and you know what? it is the reason that I was successful for five years of my own afterward. With that is because I just copied what this guy did, you right. know, to mm-hmm. some point, and added some of our own things in. I, I tried to make it only about the harem and didn't make it a reef tank as right. well. Uh, and I learned a little bit of his mistakes in there where he paid a little less attention to it and where they were mm-hmm. not getting fed and they started getting aggression On and stuff. On each other, yeah, right? started pairing off. Learned like, from his mistakes and they're like, ah, you know, you do these things, and you won't have these problems. And we didn't. We didn't have any of them. Right. right. Uh, and so in, like, the few times where we had a little, you know, uh, hiccups, like, I knew exactly what it was, and we could fix it right away. Mm-hmm. Right? And so just because I watched that thread, man, learn from the people that came before you. Uh, his name was, like, M. Bart, or mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't remember either. I got to remember. I'm sorry. It's, like, 30 clownfish, 30 years or something. I
1: have to say I am I am more of a fan of picking somebody you want to emulate than picking and choosing from lots of different things. This is one of the things I'm most against is, well this guy used this and that seemed to work well and this will worked well over here and I read this thread over mm-hmm. here and then trying to to bring all those together and expect success i think you need to stick eighty or ninety percent with the guy you know that you're you're reading and Mm -hmm. then you'll be able to get the results at the end that's like that you can't start to pull out key components Mm -hmm. and replace them with something else and expect
2: success I, i can agree when it comes to like the approach to reef keeping and the whole tank aspect but say for example we were talking about building a fish room and things like that like i'm gonna go seek out all of those people that have Ex- yes. Extra fish yes. rooms. I'm gonna pull like, oh, that guy's got a floor drain, and this oh, is how he did it. For sure, that, that guy's that, got this. That's different. And this I'm talking about. How, yeah, stuff that, no, that, I agree. that
1: goes into the you know the um, the keeping of the animals yeah. 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 side for of sure. it, and what the husbandry is, and the, the techniques that you use.
0: That's like a really interesting balance, though, Randy, because like I'm I like normally give the same pitch you do is find a person to mm-hmm. emulate and follow that recipe for success. But you're right. There are times like I'm building a fish room and I can't build the same one you did. It just doesn't apply. Any of the things you did just don't apply to me. So I gotta go looking for different things. Uh, My wife and I go through this kind of thing all the time. Actually, we're totally polar opposites on this. And in like, I like to follow recipes. So like, uh, my favorite cookbook in the world is called Food Labs you know, and it'll give you 20 pages about the science of why this works and then you apply that science to making the food. Mm-hmm. I follow the recipe exactly and I will produce the desired result at the yeah. end, right? Now my wife likes to look at the recipe and say, eh, eh, and, you know, makes it up. Okay, so I will tell you, uh, hopefully she's not watching, but like uh, 90% of the time, I think I will outperform her. <laughs> but one time, man, her magic mix <laughs> will like double the results uh, of uh, what I do. Like, yeah. I've col- she's collected all of this information and created like the one gem, right, with a little bit of intuition into the thing, right? <laughs> and it's so much better than anything I could have made, right, but I feel like I got 80% success rate and she's got 10. Right but, right. but I'll bet you on
1: that 10% when she does hit. She's way more fulfilled because she 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 did it herself. She figured mm-hmm. out a few things uh. herself and she hit a home run on her own and it's like I am awesome. I just didn't follow some other guy's recipe. So I get that, but I wouldn't want to do that with my aquarium. So <laughs> yeah,
0: well so that's the thing is what I would say is uh, if you're new to this or even intermediate, the best thing man, find a recipe of the person that came before you. Once you've had a few successful tanks, exactly. I mean, You you know, once you've made fifteen different cakes, and you start to understand like what well, makes yeah. a good cake, you play can make around. your own. Yeah, exactly. Perfect right? analogy, right? Yeah, but like. Uh, I mean, the one I keep giving all the time is I went bass fishing with this guy, showed me this place, like uh, or five different places, and we catch thirty bass in the morning. When we going? Yeah, I, well, so I moved my boat, man. This is where I learned. Right? <laughs> and I thought I was a good bass fisherman. I really did. You come to the. I went back to those lake. places. We go catch thirty in the morning. You know, we use the technique that he taught me. You know, in the right place. I so you lay down the gauntlet with me, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So now, man, I moved. To a different lake, and it turns out I can spend the same amount of time and be lucky catch one, and it mm. wasn't because I was a good bass fisherman. It was just somebody showed me the right recipe and technique yep. and location. Yeah. Right? No doubt. Now you gotta I'm start lost. All over. Yep. It doesn't matter. I'm mean, going to keep trying, dude. But like I didn't know how to be do this right, and so uh, it was such a good lesson for me, and I can apply it to all kinds of different things now, especially reefing, like. Follow good, the good guide. analogy too. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. I'll
2: teach you how to fish on that lake anytime you want me to.
0: <laughs> I know. Like, okay, so yeah, dude, you got to come on out. You got to show me. Uh, all right. So fish room and maintenance was another thing, man. So for me, I found down in the basement is the best, the easiest way, because usually there's a wall. You know, you right. can place a, the tank on the opposite wall of, mm. you know, your utility room has your power, your water in it. You can usually, you know, put a drain. Oh, the floor there. drain yeah. thing, like you were talking about, is floor super drain. important. I don't
1: have one because yeah. it's kind of outside. Everything. Drains through those tiles. Oh, okay, but I so love it. I do water changes or whatever. Water goes, just, and I just leave it. Or I have a, it's something even as like a piece of equipment it has yeah. got a drip leak in it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'll get that in three days. It's what's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: So I saw uh, a while back, uh, Mr. Saltwater did a video where he put in like a false floor that had drains in it, and it's because the tank was the FRP like FRP up in drain. the attic, yeah, uh, whatever. Cool. And I, like. That's awesome, man. yeah. That's a great idea. And you know, because I am going to spill. Something is going to leak. Something will happen mm-hmm. over the next ten years and I don't have to jack my house up for right. it. The the little bit of effort I put in now will save me so much later. Mm. Unless I'm perfect and I am not. Right. Yes. And so however, if I put it in the basement and it leaks, wet carpet. Right. I, I can solve wet carpet. I'm not that worried about it. Even if the carpet got ruined. Uh, is that worth me like building a new floor? Well, it's, it's not coming know?
1: from down, I mean, when yeah. I had my 210 in Utah, it was on the middle floor, right, mm-hmm. yeah. and I had a, an ATO issue that everybody has, right, yeah. like the uh, overflowing ATO kind of a thing, and it went down, went down the basement, it's raining down the basement, again, winter time, fire hazard, nobody's down there, yeah. right, so it was like two days before I realized that it was actually happening down there. Ooh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrible. So, yeah, so for me, you know, that was kinda why I ended up down in the basement again, man, and, and like, this room is actually a rec room, so, and I have two kids, and we already use it, even though it's like got barely anything in it. It's just a good place to play and keep toys mm-hmm. and stuff. In the videos, you'll probably see toys everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, like, we actually put like a pinball machine in there. Cool. You, you got know? your
2: theater seating in there, too? We're gonna recently? put like a
0: little movie theater yeah. in there. You know, like. I'm probably going to put, uh, I have an exercise bike. So sometimes you see whether or not I Somebody get hang bigger your on? or thinner. No, I actually use it. <laughs> like, like three months for a while, you'll see me get skinner. And then you'll say, oh, Ryan's using his bike again. Yeah. And then you'll see me get fatter. And you're like, oh, Ryan must have hung me his shirts on his bike. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but well, you know what I like to do? I mean, I'm just totally off topic, but what I like to do is on the theater projector As I put on my favorite like racing games uh-huh. and I ride the like recombin' oh, bike, pretend, and I, yeah. like, I'm like, I don't know what it is, but like when the cops are on my tail, I bike faster. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it, it's just the way I I like to do it. So that's fine, so, but it's a room that I use uh-huh. down there. It's a room that's super close to water, super close to power. It I can put a drain in there without a lot of problems and ultimately i also wanted big i just couldn't help myself so for me 360 gallons is pretty big <laughs> uh and yeah, i'm a little shy of you but like everybody's like hey go 500 club and I, like i started doing it no when you put the I, like, thing up
1: on the pipes um somebody had said you need oh, to flip yeah. that over flip and over i was up. like yes 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay yeah so the pipe thing was actually cool it, it's a Great have, idea. haven't seen you probably see it next week's video we framed it out and even Instagram. like last night, man. Brian BRS. Like this is a spouse thing. I pushed it into place last night, yeah. And she's like, "Wouldn't it be better if you turned it sideways?" I'm like, "Oh no, man, maybe, but like, what am I gonna do now?" <laughs> you know. And so, like, uh, I thought I'd put up because it's not long enough
1: to look like a, a peninsula. That's why she's saying that oh, because, yeah.
0: Well, it's, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, it, I get it's, what you're going for, but I'm saying thing. for that
1: the average person looks at that; they're not gonna look at it like a peninsula. Wait, if you see in person,
0: you'll headway. you'll see, but like there's there's some things about it. Does it create but, a
2: cubby hole for you to go behind and that? There's your a cubby office? hole, but like that's where uh, my office okay. is gonna be. She's like, what's it's gonna
0: be it. back there? And I'm like, that's where I'm gonna isolate oh, really? myself intentionally, oh, wow. <laughs> right? The, yeah, the, intentionally. There's okay. a little pocket over here cramped? where I'm gonna have it the. You <laughs> tight. You thought it was gonna be cramped? I put the thing in place and I'm like, dude, it's like six feet. You know, my desk's only four feet. From the edge of the tank It
2: doesn't look like that in the picture, but okay.
0: Yeah, so it's it's much wider, and so it's like. If you ever bought furniture and you're like trying to plot it out, like it's so much bigger until you get in the room and you're like, oh, this actually fits way tighter than what I thought What about that
1: HVAC did. vent, though, that I saw That's there? That's coming out. So I had okay. to move it. You
0: oh, know? yeah. And so like the HVAC guy came in and he said, you can move it to another uh, side of the ho- or side of the room or whatnot, you know, and, or you could just lift it up into the ceiling, right? And he's yeah. like, it's not perfect. You're supposed to pull cold from, air across bottom, the floor, yeah. dude. But this is your basement. It's cold here everywhere, anyway. It's right? colder <laughs> than the entire yes. house, no matter what. So, like, you could just lift it up if you wanted. I might do it, but I'm gonna get an expert to make the decision. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. So, in any case, man, like, frame it out, look at it. But in my basement, ended up being the best place for this thing. And I got to tell you, I've changed my mind like 15 times on where this thing goes. And I was kind of, I talked to, to uh, Felix today, and I'm like, hey, if I change a little bit. I'm hoping, actually, he just tells me no. Because I just want to move forward with the project. By the almost, way, you, you know? mentioned
1: Felix. Felix did my tank, so that is a reef-savvy tank. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and that tank uh, is, I'm going to tell you right now, the armored seams is the best part of that tank. Huh. It is amazing to be able to take my flipper magnet and just go clunk, clunk clunk and, not worry, and yeah. not worry about it at all on the you know on any of the silicone i literally can clean the front of that glass in in probably under five minutes mm. perfectly clean and uh, i mean that tank is solid the way he built that tank i it'll it's
0: the finer cool. touches right all, all over all the seams are perfect There's yes. zero bow you know and ultimately you know it's like you, know, you can get cheap furniture and you can get expensive furniture. You both sit in them, but there are differences. Yours, right. is, 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 <laughs> yeah. yours, is
1: yours going to be rimless or is it going to be Euro brace? Probably, no, I'm there's sure.
0: going to be a, uh, a Euro brace. Yeah, but no cross braces.
1: No cross brace. Yeah, uh, I, can't, I can't handle the cross braces. Mess with the light. Three-quarter
0: too much. inch glass. I believe it's three-quarter inch. Yeah, and so. Uh, I He, he only, would only let me go 26 and a half inches. Yeah. The guy is uh militant. About, yeah, he is very
1: uh, much like that. Mine is thir- uh, 32 inches high, and he's like, we got to have the cross brace, we have to have double this and double that. He's like, I don't build anything that's ever going to possibly come loose. So this is the way it's going to be, or it's not going to be. <laughs> so you <laughs> right. know what,
0: though? like, So you know, most people, you're buying a really expensive tank from them, will violate whatever to serve the customer, yes. right? Uh, And, like, oh, well, fine, he wants it 28, I'll make it 28, right? It's on the borderline, but we'll do it. You know Mm -hmm. what? I actually, like, really, really respect Felix because he's so militant about it. I just believe him. Right. Like, I just, like, nope, I won't do it. And, like, good, thank you. Like, (laughs) I'm so happy that you are so confident in your ability of what you do and how it's going to produce the desired result that you are the person I look to to get this done. Right. If you're willing to violate all these things just to make a buck, uh, well, you know what? Uh, I trust you way less and so now I got to go look for a different resource to make yeah, sure. Yeah, not everybody really...
1: can obviously get a reef-savvy tank, but I think it, it, that, that is, uh, that's something to take when you're looking at what tank you're going to get. Even if it is a 120 or 180-gallon tanks. you know, invest a little bit more, get a little higher quality. You're going to have it for, you're building a 10-year tank, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you you want to have it five or 10 years, You know, put the money into the glass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be around. Mm-hmm. You want it to be around. You don't want to have that. Because if that thing breaks loose, that, that might be the end of ever having another aquarium with a spouse. I to have to find a
0: picture of this. But like uh, the tank that we got up front was like a prototype tank that we had for the clownfish harem thing. Oh, yeah. But if you looked at it straight on it, it definitely there was did such a these. huge bow. <laughs> oh split. yeah. And well, it's scary. We wanted to
2: we wanted to give it away. By the time when we tore down the tank, and we were just kind of worried about like. Okay. I, I told it,
0: it's free. anybody can have this if you don't put water in it. And so yeah. Chad uses it a terrarium. Oh yeah, that's you know, right. Like,
1: uh, a lot of a lot of those rimless tanks are like that because they go right on the edge of what they can yeah. as far as how high they make them and what thickness of glass they. Are. And if you go down and look on, down the edge of those, many of those in somebody's house, and it's just like whoop, you can see it. Dude, there's
0: two thousand pounds of water. Pushing on a very heavy pane of glass, man, and like all I can imagine, and there's, and there's people standing there staring yeah. at it all day long, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> boom! Like, uh, no, that's super, super scary <laughs> to me, right? And so the, I think that was ultimately part of the reason we ultimately took it down is because, like, as the, every year that goes by, man, I know those seams are getting older and older, and like, this just does not look safe to me. So, uh, like mm-hmm. when Felix says do this, I say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just work within that. And uh, uh, you know what? I bet you Felix would even give you the same advice. Like uh, even if you don't buy one of his tanks, you can talk to him and oh, sure. you know, like, if you can get a hold of him. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> the guy is busy. <laughs> he man, is busy all uh, the time. for sure. There's no question about that. So, uh, all right. I don't know, man. Questions? We, do we have any questions? Uh, yeah, the last piece of thing I'm just going to think about here is uh flooring and the damage of the home that we oh, were Which yeah. so we were kind of
2: just hitting on, too. I mean, choose if you're talking about not just tank placement, but like you guys with the big uh-huh. tanks, choosing the right type of manufacturer or damage from a big tank exploding or what have you is just not even an option. So.
0: Yeah, well, one of the things I was going to think about is where you put it, you know? And so uh, in my first tank, I had it on the far wall of a, a room, and I had to carry buckets of salt water across hardwood floors, you know, to do my water changes, and I destroyed those floors because this little splashes are inevitable. And the videos we do are a little exaggerated. We're showing yeah, yeah. splashing all over, but of course. like it, it's. It's always something, man. And I destroyed the floors. I don't remember how much it cost to replace them. Oh, I do them, water changes
1: on mine in Utah, and I had hardwood floors. And I'd drag the hose in from the garage where the water was, right? And I'd stick it in, and I'd put a clamp on it to hopefully make it there. I go turn the water on. Cause I'm by myself doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And never like this, and yeah. then water goes everywhere.
0: So think about it, like if you have some really fancy floors, uh, like. Uh, some you people what put you little put capture
1: thing? things. I mean, one of the guys in our office, you know, even inside his stand, he built a little capture thing with some membrane mm-hmm. inside there so that water you know, were to, to leak out of that, it wouldn't leak out completely and put the leak detection sensors and stuff in. So mm. sometimes if you're gonna have to have it in one of those areas that you, you do have the wife floor, nope. you have to put some extra, you know, steps in.
0: Tile around it, maybe. Yeah. But
1: like, uh, just, just
0: put some thought into like, hey, if things go wrong here, what am I gonna damage? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, is uh, like, uh, you know, what is this room above? You know, right. also, like, uh... That's a good point. Yeah, uh, like, so just put some, some thought into that kind of stuff as a, uh, like, you know, I wouldn't, you know, maybe I would put a little, like, go a little heavier than I thought and a little marble will roll or whatever, but I'm not going to do that above my nursery. You right. know, like, right. something's the oh. most important thing in my whole life, which is my kids and yeah. my wife. Uh, I'm not going to do that above that, right? And so, like, Daddy, <laughs> why is it raining? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, like, so let's just put, like, Jeez. put some thought into what you're protecting in, in the different areas of the house. And it could be floors. Uh, it could be all kinds of things, fire or whatever. Mm. Uh, and uh, that matters.
1: I mean, if I had a second tank in my, in my house, which my wife has, believe it or not, asked for another tank many times when she goes to the events and whatnot. And I tell her, are you going to take care of it? And she's like, well, I'm like, yeah, I got enough, all right. But if I did, it'd probably be in like the breakfast area, that kitchen breakfast area, or what have you, because it is where everybody is all the time. And if you do have young kids, too, I know this isn't what you're doing, but if you didn't do the 120 gallon or the 180 gallon, it's a great spot, because it's really great interactivity with the kids mm. and the rest of the family, and look what's going on, and there's always something happening in the tank. So that's, that's probably, if I were going to do she wants to do, an anemone tank. If I were to do one, I'd probably do it in that area.
0: So that was one of the tanks I think you saw in today's episode was like a look through. So you come in this house and we saw it from aquarium artisans. You open up the doors to come in this house and boom, there's the aquarium, but it's look through and you can see into their living room and you can see the kitchen and whatnot. And if you go to the other side of it, is there's a bar in their open kitchen in their living area. Mm-hmm. And so Very they come cool. in and see it, where I'm eating, I see yeah. it, where I'm lounging, I see it. This is part it's of, part of your life. House, yeah, it's right? just part of your life. And then this is in the same house. Actually, uh, they had uh, uh, one in the shower, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was a cylinder inside their shower wow. where they had put their tank. And I'm like, wow, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. But they're like, you know what? Every morning they wake up and take a shower and uh, like see their fish. And I don't need a, a
1: reason for my wife to take longer showers. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Our water bills already high. Uh, enough. That's
0: probably true, right? <laughs> and they actually had to like <laughs> deal with the like put a chiller in there and stuff because the oh, you know, yeah. steam was he- heating up the water and whatnot. Crazy. You know, like, but I'm like, you know, that's the craziest place to put one. But also, you know, for 30 minutes every day or you know, whatever you take a shower is, I get to enjoy this thing. And, like, it's actually, it was kind of a look through thing, too, so you could, like, see while you're brushing your teeth and whatnot. Well,
1: key point there is they, Jeremy was taking care of it. For them, so yes, that's true. <laughs> I sure had two of these things.
0: Uh, yeah, it was pretty elaborate. In fact, I had their pool service on the outside of this thing. I never seen anything like it. It was like the Swiss Family Robinson, man. Like oh, really? there's so many uh, cement like uh, slides and huts <laughs> in the trees. And like, man, these
1: people. Imagine are cool. being that kid. Uh, I, mean, I know. Like, uh, how well, could your life ever get any better? <laughs> <laughs> all right. downhill from age right, six. That's what I'm
0: saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's answer some questions here uh, as usual. Randy there's can. To oh, read them man. out here. I can't read that either, man. Oh, uh, that's
2: okay. I got. It. You thought uh, I was blind, when I said I, you just got well, eagle eyes. First, we got to say thanks to Glenn. Glenn, four ninety nine. Appreciate that. Oh, Glenn, that. you're always can't there for, for the us. Thank you very much. Episode. He's here every week. I can't believe you guys make money off of that.
0: I know we make like twenty bucks. Are uh, you make every enough week. money off all the gear around here? You got to get money from these guys too. You know what? Actually, so I'm just going to share why we do this, right? <laughs> uh, and so I, I don't need uh, uh, money. Glenn. Thank you very That's a much. a joke. Okay. No, no. But this is actually I thought this was cool. So <laughs> I, I was at, at uh, one of my like mentors for uh, uh, like YouTube, right? As video creators uh, channel. And there's Tim, like my idol, right, and like, uh, I'm like, oh, Super Chat, I never use this thing. And then I'm like, man, this guy, I just he deserves 10 bucks. So I sent him 10 bucks and I had a question about uh, using uh, YouTube for some or another. And then he answered me. And I'm like, that is the coolest interaction. Like, I got, like a little school girl. Like, uh, like, oh my God, Tim, talk to me. Right? I was like, this is such a really cool. So this is how to get the bartender. It's like uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was such a cool right. interaction, man, that I'm like, dude, we should just turn this thing on because it's not about the 10 bucks or whatever. It, it's about the fact that like, it's just another so way to So I got to flip interact. a switch
1: in YouTube to do that? I guess I got to do that now? Yeah,
0: turn, yeah super I do man. Okay. You know what? And like, it, there's also, like, a million questions that are piling up, you know. So it's like sure. somehow something has to pop up, and it could be 99 cents, right? You know, right. whatever, and it pops up to the top, right? right, or whatever. I just thought it was a super cool thing. Glenn I, think it's, is I, I do think us? it's
1: neat. I was just giving you a ripping. I think every time yeah. I watch one of your, your live streams or your videos or whatever, and I see that thing come up, and I'm like,
0: Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I was, I, you know, I, I was totally against it in the beginning. Like, dude, this isn't about like an avenger. Like, <laughs> right. And then, like, uh,
1: you know, it's one of those things. You use it yourself. And you're like, ah. Oh, so cool. you're probably pretty freaked out when the first one came in, right? You're like, somebody really did it.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <was> really <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, that was so cool. Yeah, so, so anyway, thank explain. you very much. What's the next one here?
2: Uh, Reefdad is asking about what about a 220 on tavertine tile? Do I need to yank the tile?
0: Mm, that's interesting. So uh, like will the weight of the tile support? So is tavertine, is that flat? So I mean, I... You're
2: probably just talking about the, like the eighth, eighth inch, quarter inch, t- or quarter inch tile pieces, two by two squares. Yeah. And then do you have to remove those to put it straight on the floor? So I think it's gonna be floor? a
1: couple of things. One of the things I did on mine um, when I had the stand made you have really an option to have legs on your stand that you can basically you know, level it with the, right. the feet. Well, when you do that, I'm going to have 5,000 pounds on four points of my floor. Mm-hmm. And then hope the floor distributes the weight. Or I can do bar all the way around and have that sit down on there. So if you, he had a 220 and it was on a, like a normal kind of stand that's distributing the weight, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be a problem at all. Yeah. Assuming whoever did his travertine did a great job it's level, it's flat, it's fully filled in, you know, mm. with the mortar or whatever underneath, um, I don't think it would be a problem, personally.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen many instances where somebody actually cracked the Too tile from it, but yeah. again, do listen to what he just said. Uh, like, if you have those little feet, which, I mean, Single I'm not, points. it just made me think, start thinking immediately, like, how am I gonna get around this? Because that means your floor has to be level on its own, right?
1: Mm. Right, or you can still shim with a, you know, with, with, you know like you can do with a, a, a tank with a full right. stand that goes all the way around, you can still shim it, you won't get the full effect because there still would be part of it lifted up, but mm-hmm. you'll still get much more distribution of weight than you will with just four points.
0: That's a good point, though. Even with shims, though, I'm creating yes, you you know, you points, so I gotta like shim the whole thing. Yeah, right. They're, they're, uh, they're
1: definitely depends on how far off your, your 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 you know your tank is too. I actually found yeah. that,
0: I don't know, like many tanks, we found them not level. We use shims, and we were actually able to use the composite ones. And even though the tank's full, use the hammer and lift it up with water in it even when you're like oh man i thought i had this perfect but when you fill it with water all of a sudden like some part of it sinks a little bit i've got a great story for that so kurt
1: put in a a 200 gallon tank in his office just recently got it all set up he did all of it himself right he was all proud he got it in there he's gonna kill me for this (laughs) filled it up with water and then i come in and i go you know it's not level right and he's like yeah it made a creek right when i was filling it up and now what am i gonna do so he ended up having to take as much water as he could out of the thing and then he got these
2: pump shims. uh -uh.
1: Because it weighs so much and he's got to now put shims and it was one of those aquariums that had multiple feet underneath the middle. So so these shims mm. are what they use when you lose you lock your keys in the car. You know oh, to get yeah. in they put it in they wedge it in there and you pump oh. it up, pump it up okay. and, it and it spreads, spreads the it door. Out, right? yep, yep. And so he got I don't know like 6 or 8 of those things and put them under and was able to pump up the the thing and get the shims under there and let it back down and get wow. it level.
2: So
1: <laughs> it was I would never pretty thought ingenious. Of that. That yeah. is get some of those. Cool. To and open then I always my lock car. my keys in the car
2: so he gave one of those. I know me. I need one of those.
1: <laughs> there you go. I'm around
2: people that lock their keys in the car all the time. That'd be a great thing to throw in the in the truck. Awesome, man. Next one. Uh, Not really related, but I'm curious what branch. uh, Oh, that's my question for me, apparently. Uh, I was in the Army, by the way, active duty, 13 years. Uh, All right. Um, Since you're setting up and planning for this 360, have you started seeding or curing the rocks? Because you say as soon Mm -hmm. as you get an idea for a tank in your head, start with the rock right now
0: okay so i'm not uh and i'll tell you a good reason as to why uh and uh, somebody brought this up actually in a video not too long ago uh in a comment and normally i would so normally i would tell you that i just start soaking all this stuff right now and let it cycle for you know four to six months from the de- inception of this tank and if i set up like a 120 i would absolutely do that in this case uh i am almost certainly going to spend a week doing the aquascape like i'm going to do it i'm going to redo it i'm going to redo it i'm going to redo, redo it and everything would have dried out by then so i'll probably have no value to the fact mm-hmm. that i had soaked this what this water or rock before and so in this case i'm not in a hurry so i'm just gonna let it cycle in the
1: tank itself that's what I did. yeah that's right? what i did on mine i put the real reef rock in Got everything, you know. I did it on my floor first, right? Mm-hmm. I set up all of the rock on the floor and, and made the, you know, different sections of it that I concreted together, and then put it in, filled the tank, and just let it sit there and cycle with nothing in it for like two months, just just yeah. the water, getting the tank together, and then started throwing a little fish in. So I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's a fine way to do it.
0: Yeah, I'm going fish first, so I'm going to try to make the tank really cool with fish before I worry about coral and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? uh and so bring a lot of color and stuff in there with the fish and then worry about coral later uh and so as part of that whole process like you know the fish uh, don't need a lot of light if any you know and uh, like i'm just not i'm not going to turn the lights on for probably quite a while that's what Uh, i
1: did too i didn't even have lights over my tank for two months Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so i'm going to cycle it in the tank uh and i'm not doing it earlier because like the aquascape for me is going to be one of the biggest things of whether or not i like this tank or not and i'm just going to spend a lot of time Super trying important. to figure it out whether or not Very i'm happy important. with it and adjust it and it, it would be undue pressure if i was worried about the bacteria on this diet. and actually i'm going to show you guys a like a video later uh, if you guys follow uh some facebook i'll share it over there but uh, we did a uh, uh, large water change on the XXL 750 and for a very specific reason. I think some of you guys will find interesting. I'll get into it later there. But uh, we let the water go down for about an hour, and there's a stripe, man, where all of the coralline algae died, right? Oh, In yeah. In just an hour. Yeah. Uh, wow. And so, yeah, no, I'd never really change. seen that before, man. Uh, yeah, and so uh, it's just a good, like, visual representation of, like, what happens when things dry out? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and it might have been an hour, 20 minutes. Yeah, or something, some things,
1: like, you know, th- some things like even Acropora don't really, you know, you have a s- slime ball Acropora, it doesn't care. It could be out yeah. of the water for an hour, yeah. it's gonna slime up and it's fine, but maybe other things like, yeah, I didn't even know that calciferous algae. Yeah, yeah like it's that. pretty interesting. So
0: actually, the thing there is uh, one of the confusions that I think we get a lot is we say, like, you know, the water levels, it doesn't care or whatever. There's a fine line between trying to decide whether or not it doesn't care or it just didn't die. Okay. Right? And so, like, I'm sure it cares.
1: What happens in nature?
0: Yeah, things die.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> In masses,
0: right? And so, just how often? Stressful events stress it out, and then when it's eventually it's too stressed, it just dies, right? So uh, we don't know, you know, just like, that's the standard that like I, we've had in this hobby for too long is if it didn't die, it must be okay. Right. And I think that's actually wrong. So just think about what you, how, if, if you were a coral, how you want to be treated uh, and uh, the sign of the calcareous algae, I mean, it's a little line. So I'm going to go probably later today uh, on Facebook live and we'll show cool. you uh, uh, like what it looks like, you know, like starts to makes you start thinking about it, like, well, that organism that's photosynthetic and is calcareous didn't like it. My corals probably don't either. Doesn't mean that they won't. They'll die. It Just means that this probably isn't their favorite part of the day. Right. You right. Know? Uh
2: So that's interesting. Uh, next one. Uh, Joe likes to read build threads backwards so he can see what you produced and then decide if he wants to read the rest. That's a. That's. that's, that's, that's Fair absolutely, enough. really good. I want to see the end of the story. And, first. and
1: and and on mine, for instance, I would if I were doing that, I'd probably ignore it because he hasn't posted in like a year, <laughs> so it yeah. must have gone south on him. Exactly. You know, kind of a thing.
2: So uh-huh. actually,
0: that's one of the things is that when you see these like big chasms, it usually is because it went south. Yeah, right. Uh, for sure. And nobody wants to tell, show their ugly babies. Right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and so like uh, that's an important thing. But I will tell you actually one of the things that I always get disappointed by like when we do our new series and whatever is like. Well, I can't really sell you the dream in the beginning, man, because it doesn't even exist, right? right? So one of the things we were just talking about this week is like, should we go back and create episode zero to some of these more popular series? And like, hey, this is actually what, where this story goes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so like, if you started here, we're going to learn all kinds of stuff in the beginning. Right. Yeah, but this is the result right, you right. Know, of that. And like, oh, all right. So now you
1: know you want to hang on. Yeah, now yeah. I know why right. this yeah. uh, series is going like, to have so a So I got to go back to... and edit my build thread and put the, <laughs> today's picture of the tank in the first post. They, the
0: hey, moderators over at Reef to Reef, you should do that. If
1: anybody asks and says, "I want
0: to update my first post," well, I can edit mine To show some you some where the dream is, uh, well, uh, maybe you can all edit them. But think, then yeah, yeah, edit the first one. and Says, "This is where this went." Ah, yeah, yeah, right? Cool. Like if you're tracking
2: along, man, this I'm is the recipe to that. So I'm going to do that. That's cool. super cool. Uh,
0: there's
2: uh, right. a handful of ones here left over. Let's see here. Oh, Brightwell wants to know what rock you're going to use. Me, I'm, I'm wavering, and I'm pretty certain I'm
0: gonna use the shelf stuff from uh, uh oh, yeah. Marco the Rock. The in the 750? Yeah, I really, really uh, like that, not the stuff that's been like chopped, but the more natural look okay. of it. I really, really like how that turns out, and I really also like the fact that there are the pieces that are chopped, so when you have a bare bottom, they blend right in with the bottom yeah. of, of the tank. Uh, I'll let, I mean, I was gonna repeat, Terrence has really been uh, telling me about the branch stuff from Real Reef. And so- I love it. Almost got me there, but I'll let you do it.
1: I'm, I, you know, the, the Marco-type rock I like when it's not the cut pieces. Whenever I see any of the tanks done with the cut pieces, it reminds me of fresh water. Mm. The flat stuff. The flat stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't agree. like it at all. I get that at some point you're going to grow corals all off of this and stuff, but you're still going to see that flat stuff. It's still mm. going to exist. I would never use that flat stuff. It's still going to be in there. Um, so the, the, the regular Marco rock is, is great in that way, but the branch stuff that's, that's available... That's my favorite part about your aquascape. So there's two reasons, really, I love the branch stuff. Number one... When you put it in the tank and you aquascape with it, right away your tank starts to look good, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, not only is it purple, but it looks like something that a reef should look like and the fish can swim in and out of it and it seems very natural. But the other side of that is there's an efficacy to growing corals from it. Yep. So you have a place to mount, you can see there on mine, these are the first branches that I put in there. Yeah. You can actually mount the corals right to the tips of those and even along the spine of those, mm-hmm. uh, of those branches. And it brings the corals out into the water so that the water is able to go all the way around the coral. It's not up against a wall, yeah. right? And they, then what ends up happening is, is they start growing out. And if you look at the more the more recent one, even the video that he had, you'll see a couple of corals that I have off the left there, yeah. where they grow out and they actually will fan out just like they do in nature, yep. off of that off of that branch. And so you get these really beautiful uh, colonies that start to grow and look very natural in the tank. Well, you
2: were you were telling me that you were able to, if you wanted to add more in That's there, the you could take a branch and kind of fork it in yep. there, and then it embraces it itself. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. Was so really after cool you're
1: so after this stuff starts, I didn't even think of that. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Oh, no. so, so if you Here. look at my tank now versus in the beginning, so the first picture he showed you, there's a couple of branches, right? Now that's the first couple I put in, and then you see it now, you'll see that there's a bunch more growing out that way. Yeah. It's Because I started cantilevering in more branch as the tank started to grow out. And You could
0: never do that really with uh, normal rock, right? No. And
2: well, the only other way to get, because I've done this out jutting type thing before, but I had to drill the rock, I had to get fibergrass rods, I had to do all this, and then once it's in place and growing coral to add to it, nah.
1: Yeah, see, and what happens is once it grows in, the coral itself starts to be the binder to keeping everything together. The coral, the animals, the little worms, everything holds it so it's strong. And then when you put that next one in, it's strong enough to hold that branch, and there's nothing on the branch anyway yet. And then by the time stuff grows on the branch, you know it it works out great in my opinion and uh i couldn't have been happier with making that decision yeah. from the beginning that last bit man caught me off guard
0: uh thing, <laughs> I, I really because uh. when the thing grows out and you're like where am i going to put more coral right just can't you just putting some more branches that yep. look totally normal and they're purple already yeah. you know so they don't yep. really uh uh you know yeah, they blend in. eyesore yeah they don't grow algae immediately like everything else does and so uh you know, one of the things, man, that, that like really stuck home for me when was Joe was here and he was doing the shelf uh, aquascape for the XXL 750 was, with an SPS tank, mm-hmm. never go above 50. Oh, yeah. percent right. Never go over. I half made a mistake tank. in
1: mine. Hmm? I made the mistake in mine on two, on yep. the bombing on the left. I made it too high on mine, yep. and and because of that, they're I reached the water. top. like grew out of the water, and this and in the middle of those other two colonies is now gone. I had to pull it out of the tank. That's oh, a no.
0: thirty-two inch tall tank, right? Correct. Yeah. So this is not a small tank, and they're already uh, oh, yeah. growing at the top, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you know that that's a big deal, and so in, in an acropora tank. It's, it's balancing what it looks like in the beginning yeah. and where it goes. Absolutely. Because in an aquapora tank, the aquapora is the
1: aquascape eventually. Right. 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 And it's so hard, because if you saw that, that rock when I started out, it would look like a little tiny little thing in this gigantic tank, and you're like, oh, man, yeah, look at that. It's just yeah. like, oh, there's hardly any rock in this tank at all.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, imagine if you would
1: chop the ha- the top
0: half of that off. Yeah. It'd even look worse, yeah. right? Yeah. But now, go to his tank, and like, of course i wanted to do that yeah. you know? <laughs> right. like, like how do i get water over the top of these things yep. you know they're gonna
1: yeah and dude. there's more branch on the right there too that's hard to see i can't see it from here but probably at home they can see it there's more branch on the right that i added in about nine or ten months ago hmm. because yep. after the heniocus ate up all the lps on the right i decided I, that's going to be my sps side too and i needed more place to mount corals yeah. so i just started putting more branch in so that's this
0: cool is stuff. one of those things like where Don't make the mistakes that we did, even though, like we see them, and watch whether or not I make the mistake again. (laughs) I'm not gonna, like I'm gonna be okay with Uh the fact that, like some of the viewers out there say, dude, that aquascape looks terrible. Right? Like, because that isn't my goal. My goal is what it looks like in two years, Correct. right? That it's small and it doesn't look like it fills up the tank, mm-hmm. like whatever. Like that is not my goal. My goal is to think future forward now, right? Yeah. And I will tell you as uh, somebody who does video and stuff, that's like a lot of pressure, you know, like you create an aquascape or whatnot for the tank. And you're like, yeah. everybody's you know, judging everybody's it. gonna judge this, yeah. you know, like, and now like, I'm just kind of getting past that, you know, it's just like, I don't really care. I'm gonna do what I think is right, show Mm -hmm. people what's right, and then show you what the result is out of it and get past what anybody's gonna say about it today. I don't care.
1: Well, if you uh, in future one, if you want me to talk about aquascape stuff, I can do that. I know
0: you, so. we were thinking about inviting you out here for that one too, uh, and you just train wrecked my current plant. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was like, I was yep. going, I was going the shelf. It's Randy. Blame Randy because he uh, brought it up. I know. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about no, this months, gonna, months ago. I'm going to blame. Uh, wasn't it like Brightwell, Jeremy yeah, bright, there that bright, train bright, wrecked well, my
2: what rock we're going to use. I'm going to call him later.
0: Um, uh, all right. So. so
2: Derek's question. So let me give you a couple. He's a control freak. Th- a couple sentences and a room for a disclaimer, but how, are you still using the dose for your calcium reactor pump? And if so, how are you doing it?
1: Oh, okay, Interesting. so I, I, for my calcium reactor, I do two things. Yeah. One is um, I, I do pH control based on the Trident results. Yeah. So I have three levels of pH uh, in my calcium reactor. I have the low level. I have the high level, and I have off, mm. basically. And so based on what happens with that, with the, the Trident results that happen six times a day, it changes the pH level, that changes the concentration, as you mm-hmm. know from your videos, yeah. and it and it raises or lowers the alkalinity. In addition to that, obviously you have to feed it, Right. and that is where I use the dose, and it's kind of an off-label, they would say in the medical industry, use of the dose it is, okay. not, it is not a recommended way Um, outside of about 80 milliliters a minute so if you're doing 80 milliliters a minute or less it's not a problem because you can put it in the chart just like you would for dosing Mm -hmm. and do it across the whole day and it'll work it's 110,000 milliliters a day or something like that Right. obviously in my tank it's got a lot more consumption than that so I have to run it more so in order to do that yes I basically have it running with special kind of programming and it's still doing it right now today and probably I love it so much that if I needed even more flow through there, or if I needed it to be quieter, I would use both pumps, right? And just do just go back and forth between yep. the two of them because it is it is so handy. Hmm.
0: So for those of you who don't know, uh, Terrence has been one of the critical people. Probably nobody knows uh, critical people that for all these calcium reactor conversations, and he really sparked some thoughts in, in my mind that like uh, I hadn't thought about before. Uh, and been a big part of that journey. And so the first one was actually this conversation about using the dose and he's just like, dude, it doesn't matter if you dose. Uh, you continuous, know, it's the continuous uh,
1: flow problem. Everybody thinks you need to have continuous flow mm-hmm. through your reactor.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a myth. It doesn't matter. If I'm gonna dose uh, 10,000 milliliters in a day, it doesn't matter if I do it for half the day at 50 milliliters or uh, you know whatever. I could do double the flow rate and have the pump off half the time. Like, you know, you're right. You could Mm
1: -hmm. because the amounts that you're actually putting in each time are so small and the differential between the pH level of six and a half and your eight is Mm -hmm. one and a half. And you do the math and the percentages, it really doesn't change anything inside the reactor because the reactor is like two gallons. So
0: the way that this ended up for me is uh, ultimately what the calcium reactor is, is a one part machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a container that produces a one part for your tank that produces calcium and alkalinity for the tank in a single solution. Uh, what we found with Randy's uh, experiments is we can control the strength of that just by controlling the pH inside this thing. So, if I make a stable 40 uh, DKH solution that's coming out of here, it's just how much I dose. And it really doesn't matter. I could probably like two part dose it, you know, other than the pH swing, like all at once, you know, it's probably not the best case because mm-hmm. of the pH in this case. But, like, it doesn't matter if I dose it, you know, I could dose, if I was gonna dose 1,000 milliliters an hour of this stuff. It doesn't matter if I do it in 1,000-milliliter spurts or if I spread it out over the whole mm-hmm. hour, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, doesn't matter. You can get like into the nitty-gritty, uh, nerdy part of it. But for the most part, it will not change the results in your tank.
1: Yeah, you basically have two variables. You can change the flow or you can change the pH. In mine, I keep the flow pretty much the same. Yep. And I change the pH based on the Trident thing. Mm-hmm. But you could do it the other way around, too.
0: So this is what I spend like two hours on the weekend sometimes is having this nerdy conversation <laughs> with parents, Uh sitting out on my power porch like I'm, I'm on the same place I'm like, out uh, on my deck Yeah, <laughs> like whoa, 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 wait wait and uh, then we go test and stuff and in fact we had like an hour conversation yesterday. I'm already yesterday. playing with the skimmer by the uh, way.
1: Yeah, the skimmer thing like I'm dude, we're doing this all it. wrong. Like
0: this, I'm, uh, not, I'm,
1: not, I'm not completely with you yet on all of it yet. Yeah, so, but like, I'm, I'm testing certain things okay. at home myself. Conversations this is elevating, right? Yes, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, no God. doubt.
0: Steel sharpening steel, like the same thing. But I listen to you, and like I yeah.
1: actually turned down my skimmer flow a little bit good. and put yeah. a quarter inch piece of RO tubing mm. in the tube to restrict the flow of the air. Yeah. And uh, I'm running that right now, and kind of seeing what's going to happen in the. Interesting. In I'm, the, excited the skimmer. To, I'm excited. I'm excited because I got that one that of those pinto. big, uh, you know, it's like a 10 or 12 inch skimmer or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So uh, there we go. We got like
0: we we're already over here. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's let's peel out well, those last few questions and then got we'll roll.
2: One more question. The other two are sort of, oh, I guess. Uh, so $1.99 from our coral reef. Appreciate oh, thank it. thank you very much. Salinity probe, uh, bubble magnet, or replace oh. replacing. Oh. Is, uh, he said the salinity probe collects a lot of bubbles, basically. It is. Uh, yes. Replacing them. What's the, what's I, the question? The question thing? just says replacing them.
0: Oh, uh, are you probably going to replace them with a different
1: probe? Is that what he's asking? I think so. I think, I so. I think maybe. that maybe be the, the question. The dilemma is yeah. inherent in the design uh, of conductivity probes in yeah. general. Um, there's some things that we're testing in-house to try to see how to mitigate some mm. of these things uh, for customers. Uh, but most of it has to do with placement yeah. and the way that you use it. If you get the placement correct on your salinity probe and when you calibrate it you make sure there's no air bubbles when you're calibrating it it will work consistently
2: well, even our hawk our you know more expensive you now mm-hmm. type of machinery has the same form factor as the salinity probe it, it is the way they kind work it's the way they go it's yeah. the
1: way they work it's the way that the, the device works and you know I know Ryan can't make it work but that's Ryan
3: <laughs>
0: no uh, so i will just say that i've had challenges getting it consistent and, and if i do i'm not the only one you're right I, it's I've one done, of our biggest
1: challenges yeah. for customers you're 100% correct i'm not i'm not trying to dodge that at all
0: but nobody else has solved it either, right? And so if I was gonna trust one, this is the best one that I've used. Anything that has so, that
1: does conductivity measurement has a chance of getting a surface tension bubbles on it, which will then make the measurement different.
0: Yeah, so end of story. What I, I use it the current way is uh, like catastrophic. If it changes a lot, I need to do something mm-hmm. about it. I'm not controlling any equipment with it personally. We don't even but, advocate that, by the way. But, but yeah. hey, dude, we it. have had instances where like uh, on the LPS tank, the uh, salt water ran dry on our Mm. auto water change thing, and the salinity started dropping because it was pulling water water out, and the auto top off water was finishing it, right? Mm -hmm. So it saved that tank there, but as a warning system, not as a control. So it is a real valuable thing, Uh, just not accurate enough that I want to control it. And very soon we're
1: gonna have a new video. Um, Paul, uh, who heads up our customer support uh, team, is going to do a new video on that with a bunch of hints and tips on how to get the best out of the salinity probe that will, cool. I'm sure, help it for a vast majority of people.
2: Yeah. Perfect. Next one. All right. Uh, this one's just a plug for a Trident, but Cody Starks uh, gave <laughs> us a couple bucks and then he says, hey, Terrence, Trident up. I will <laughs> pay. I will pay, he said. I'll, I'll, I'll be Two curious. bucks is what he paid. Cody,
0: <laughs> I'm going to be really curious, man. The pressure's on if that two bucks will find a way to get you a uh, Trident in, in some manner. I don't so, know about that, I know,
1: <laughs> but, uh, but I'll tell you what, it is Let's Talk Reefs, hashtag Let's Talk Reef, and I'll have to turn on the, uh, what do I turn on again? Uh, Super, Super Chat. Chat. Super Chat, I'm going to have to turn Super Chat on, and then I guess people will be trying to influence us Oh that yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, they, they will. Alright, last one up
2: there, uh, pretty interesting because we were just talking about this earlier. Uh, will the battery backup option For the Neptune pumps, or will there be a battery backup option for Neptune pumps sometime in the future? I'll give you the the answer I
1: give for most questions about what's coming down the road, which is pretty much everything that you see as an important component of a reef aquarium is on our whiteboard. So, where it sits in the hey, we're going to do that, uh, when we're going to do that, it all depends on a lot of factors. Um, so I really can't comment on what's coming up in the future, but it is obviously one of those products that we had on a questionnaire, uh, two months ago of, uh, how important do you think this thing is compared to these other things? Yeah. So it's certainly on our radar to some degree.
0: So this is my personal opinion on that one is anybody who's doing this for a long time knows that they wouldn't buy a pump without it, right? Like, uh, if, if you're going to invest like a lot of money and, and your pets, you're not going to buy one without it. But. That said, like the Vortec pump, I don't know, I haven't looked at the actual numbers in this, but I would be surprised if even 1 20th of the people that bought a Vortec also bought the battery backup. Yeah.
1: So like, that is a factor that goes into when we decide on products.
0: Yeah, so there's a real pitch. It's like, so it's what people are buying. Like, yeah, the day. we
1: can't do everything. And so there's an opportunity cost obviously to each and every product. And there's tons of great ideas. I can assure you that with having a reef like I do and all of our people, front office people, all have amazing reef tanks. We all have, tons of ideas, just like you have ideas, and you just can't take them all on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you have to kind of rank them as, okay, this is the one that's going to affect the most amount of people positively, also bring revenue in for the amount of R&D resources and manufacturing resources and everything else to make it happen.
0: I, yeah, so like to get to the point where I wouldn't even buy a pump that wasn't, didn't have that, to be honest, was like a, you know, 15 year journey, right? <laughs> I, like, even though I knew better for the first 10 years, that wasn't the breaking point. Right. And the reason it's a breaking point this year is because I lost a lot of a lot of fish with a single power right. outage. And like, I'm not I refuse to learn that lesson again that way. <laughs> uh, in fact, I just cut a check for like $9800 to have uh, a full-time uh, uh, a generator program oh, in my house. Oh, so yeah. the whole house generator, <laughs> right? It was like 7000 just for the tank and 9800 bucks for the whole house and now We will never be out of power. My neighbors will come to my house. Uh, Power outage, will watch a movie. They never (laughs) last (laughs) that long, though. They never last that long. Well, actually, here we have tornadoes, man. So, like, uh, there was one tornado here where this whole neighborhood was out for weeks. My power goes
1: off probably at least once a month, but it's off for, like, you know, at most an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually a
0: major storm. That blows down enough trees that it like just took out all the wires above the uh, ground. Well, for that, us,
1: it'll, if anything like that natural disaster, it's gonna be an earthquake, and I'll have much bigger things to worry about absolutely. than the power being out. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so here we have storms that, that can do that kind of thing, uh, and it's only happened once, you know? But, like, dude, if you start thinking about like what's gonna happen next tomorrow, zero chance. Mm-hmm. Over 20 years, uh, it's pretty good. Actually, right. yeah, like something's gonna happen. They will take out something big. So uh, for me, uh, I got that in. I don't have to worry about it. I can watch
1: movies and my fish. Well, well. I'm listening to you, man. So <laughs> uh, there you go. Thanks, all Mike. right.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for sticking going over here. Yeah, uh, good time. Yeah, dude. Awesome. A lot of good info. Uh, and always, dude. Uh, steel sharpened steel. metal. your like ideas. Uh, you left me with a rock conundrum. <laughs> already. <laughs> good. Uh, and uh, we will uh, see you
2: guys all next week. So see ya. See you guys. See you guys.